I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of the game with highlights, player interviews, and we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Jay Stingler, plus an update on the scores from around baseball, final comments from the radio booth, and of course, your phone calls. You can call us at 833-288-0973. Catch it all here on the Padres Radio Network. Well, as the old cliche says, I guess all good things must come to an end. The nine-game win streak is no more after tonight's loss to the Brewers. And heading into the game, we all knew it was going to be tough to score runs on Brandon Woodruff. And uh, they did not score any runs against Woodruff. And he was a tough pitcher to go against tonight. But once again, this Padres team has shown us that the game is not over until it's over. And they took it right down to the end. So I think Padres fans out there, you have to feel pretty good about the fight that the Padres showed there in the uh, top of the ninth inning. They did not go down quietly. They forced Josh Hader to get into the game. And if Manny Machado was available to pinch it, you just heard Jesse and Tony talking about it after the game. Who knows what the result would be. Manny was unavailable. He's, uh, he's going to be okay. They're not going to put him on the IL. But uh, tonight he was not available to come off the bench and pinch hit. Uh, Blake Snell, though, he was cruising right along as, as the game started. But struggled with his command in the fourth inning. And then with Brandon Woodruff on the mound, it was just tough for the Padres to get anything going offensively tonight. And uh, Blake Snell, like I said, he was going. He, he had struck out uh, batters early. He had gotten ahead of counts early. He made... Uh, he had 18 swings and misses on the night in his three and two-thirds innings. And if you told me before the game that after the game you're going to look at StatCast and Blake Snell is going to have 18 swings and misses, I would have told you that they would have. the Padres probably would have won the game and Blake Snell went deep into the game. But he did not, and for whatever reason – uh, Blake Snell has been struggling to go deep into games, and he is struggling with his command. I've noticed a few times this year he's been free and easy quickly getting the first two outs, and then he just struggles. And coming into tonight, Blake Snell with two outs is allowed 220 batting average, and he's walked 13 batters, so not very good with two outs. It's uh, it's not going to get you deep into games as a starting pitcher in, in, in the show, as they call it. And Blake Snell tonight coming off of his uh, appearance against the Rockies, looking as best as he's ever looked in the Padres uniform. He did look great coming out the the, the right out the beginning, and uh, it, it just didn't go his way after that. 
Uh, Brandon Woodruff, he moves to 3-2 and two on the year. Uh, Blake Snell falls to 1-1 one and one on the year. We have a ton to talk about tonight. I know that Jace Tingler is going to be talking with the media shortly. We're going to go through some of the highlights. We're going to try to take your calls, 833-288-0973, if you would like to join us and talk about what you saw tonight. Also, you can hit me up on Twitter, at Matt Scraby. And uh, I'll try to read some of those tweets for you. But uh, we have a ton to go through. Like I said, the highlights. We're going to talk to Coach John Quintero. We're going to name some of the players of the game. And uh, we're going to go through the out-of-town scoreboard. So up until that top of the ninth inning, Brian and I were sitting here in studio thinking, what the heck are we going to talk about in this post-game show? Because there was not much happening. But they did fight to the end. And Tommy Pham, got to give him credit. He hit that two-run home run to start the scoring. Kind of forced Hater out of the game. And... And uh, Manny Machado tried to put the swag chain on him, and he wanted he put it on, but he wanted none of it. It didn't look like he was very happy with the swag chain while they're losing. So I like to see that as well. Uh, call us if you have any comments about tonight. If you want to talk about Blake Snell, if you want to talk about Tommy Pham and the swag chain, you want to talk about anything, give us a call, 833-288-0973. We're going to head to our first break here. I'm Matt Scraby. I don't even think I said that yet. And this is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. And uh, we'll come back. We'll do some highlights. And we will uh, hear from the manager he, getting uh, – Jace Tinks on what happened tonight. So that's all coming up next, and we'll do that back in three minutes here on 97.3 The Fan. This is Will Myers from the San Diego Padres. You're listening to the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. Thank you, Will Myers. This is uh, Matt Scraby here on the Padres postgame show, and uh, the Padres fall to the Brewers 5-3. to three. Their nine-game winning streak comes to an end it's okay, everybody. They still have 30 wins on the season, and they still are able. They're still going to go forward here and try to get the series from the Brewers. Uh, Brewers have been kind of a thorn in the Padres' side here currently this season, early in the year, because the Brewers swept the Padres at Petco and now have taken the first at. Um, I think it was American Families Love Each Other Life Field. I believe that was what it was. That's the unofficial name of the field that the Brewers play in. So let's uh, go to the game highlights and check in from that field on what happened tonight. Let's listen back to the most exciting plays from today's game with our game highlights presented by Eco Water SoCal. What's in your water? Find out online at EcoWaterSoCal.com and schedule your free water test today. That's EcoWaterSoCal.com. Well, it was a pitcher's duel to start the game with Brandon Woodruff and Snell not giving up much of anything in the first. Fernando Tatis Jr. and Jake Cronin were singled but couldn't score. Snell then struck out Lorenzo Cain and Tyron Taylor. So same with the second inning. Woodruff comes out, retires the Padres 1-2-3. Blake Snell ran into trouble in the bottom of the second. He struck out the first two batters, but he walked Willie Adamas, and then catcher Manny Pena came up to the plate. 2-1 pitch coming, fastball challenged him, and it's hit really well out to deep left center. Profar's going back, looking up, going to go. Two-run home run for Manny Pena. That's his fourth of the season, and the Brewers strike first. A 2-0 lead here in the bottom of the second inning. I said pitcher's duel, and it was. It was. Uh, Blake Snell and Brandon Woodruff were going back and forth real quick, but that was Snell's mistake, and Manny Pena makes him pay for it. Snell then gave up a single to Luis Urias, but struck out Woodruff to end the inning. Woodruff shut down the Padres again, 1-2-3 in the top of the third. Same with Blake Snell. He retired the Brewers, 3-up, 3-down, and we're still at 2 to nothing. Brewers. In the top of the fourth, Brandon Woodruff gave up the second hit of the game to Jake Cronenworth, but the next three batters were retired. The bottom of the fourth is where Blake Snell and his problems started. The first batter was up, and this happened. 
Two and one from Snell to Garcia. And this fastball is hit really well out to deep left field. Pham is going back, looking up, and this one is well on out of here. Onto the third level of that little terrace they've got in left center. A long home run for Avisail Garcia. It is seventh of the season yesterday in Cincinnati. He gets his eighth year tonight, and the Brewers now lead three to nothing. That was uh, the ball. If we're talking about the, the the ball that we've been talking about all year, that ball looks like it got switched out because Avisay Sayel, I'm sorry I pronounced his first name wrong, Garcia, launched a monster home run 456 feet to left center, and that was also the hardest hit ball of the game at 108.6 miles per hour off the bat, or the second uh, hardest hit ball. Air Cosmers was the first, 110.2. But anyway, damage was done, 3 nothing Brewers. Keston Hira singled, then uh, Hira stole second because of a wild pitch by Snell. I think a, a bad scoring decision because it wasn't that wild, but it was a wild pitch in the books. And with Hira on second, Snell walked Adamas and then walks the bases loaded by walking Manny Pena. With the bases loaded, Snell battled former Padre Luis Urias, and he got him to pop out in foul territory. Then Snell struck out Woodruff to be within one out of getting out of the bases loaded mess. But that brought up Colton Wan with a 2-2 count, and he broke it open. Here's the pitch from Snell, and a curveball ripped into right field for a base hit. That'll get a couple home. Hira has scored. Adamas is on his way. He will slide in safely, and all the way around to third goes Pena. A two-run single for Colton Wong, and now a 5-0 Brewer lead here in the fourth. That was it for Blake Snell. Three and two-thirds. Very disappointing if you're a Padre fan. He gave up five hits and he gave up five earned runs. He walked three and uh, uh, surrendered two home runs. He also struck out seven, but most of those strikeouts were earlier in the game. And uh, another question mark about Blake Snell after one of his starts. uh, You know, he came off that game against the Rockies, striking out 11. And he struck out seven tonight, but it just wasn't enough. He put the Padres in a big hole, five to nothing after that. Pierce Johnson came in and threw three straight curveballs to strike out Lorenzo Kane, and he stopped the bleeding for the Padres. Woodruff came back out in the top of the fifth and again dominated the Padres lineup. Three up, three down, and two Ks in a row to end the inning. The Padres, they countered with Miguel Diaz, who's been really good this year for the Padres. He struck out two and forced a ground out to go one, two, three in the bottom half of the fifth inning. Top of the sixth uh, saw Brandon Woodruff just cruising through the Padres, and he retired pro far fam and Cronenworth in order. Miguel Diaz said not so fast and locked down the Brewers in the bottom of the sixth, forcing Adamas to fly out to deep center, then striking out Pena and Urias. Top of the seventh saw more of the same from Brandon Woodruff. Tatis flew out the short. Hosmer struck out, and Will Myers struck out. And uh, Will Myers was struck out with Brandon Woodruff's 100th pitch of the night, and that would be it for Woodruff. He went seven innings. He gave up only three hits. He struck out eight while walking none, and he threw 100 pitches, 72 of those for strikes. So very, very effective night for Brandon Woodruff. Miguel Diaz came back out for the Padres. He walked uh, Vogelback, who pinch hit for Woodruff. Then Colton Wong singled to right field. Two on and no out. Diaz got Lorenzo Kane to fly out to center field for the first out. And then he forced Jackie Bradley Jr. to ground into a double play, which would end the inning. So moving quite, moving along in the game, top of the eighth was as quick as all the other innings for Brewer, Brewers pitchers. Brad Boxberger came in, struck out Austin Nola. Hassan Kim lined out, and Mateo flew out to center. Austin Adams came into the game for the Padres and took over the bottom of the eighth. He struck out Garcia to start the inning, but he walked Keston Hira and Willie Adamas flew out in foul territory to Will Myers, and then Austin Adams also got Manny Pena to fly out in foul ter- territory. 
to the top of the ninth in the Padres' last chance. Angel Perdomo comes in for the Brewers. He walks Profar, and then the fan man stepped into the box. 1-0 to fan. Profar on first, nobody out. Down five in the ninth. And this pitch is hammered out to deep left field. Bradley Jr. going back, looking up. Gonna go! A long two-run homer under the slide for Tommy Pham. His second home run of the season, and it is now a three-run game here in the ninth. Five to two, Milwaukee. So Tommy Pham putting the Padres into uh, some sort of striking distance in their last chance in the top of the ninth, and Jake Cronenworth was hit by a pitch, which then brought Josh Hader into the game for the Brewers. He struck out Tatis, uh, but then Eric Hosmer did his best thing when runners are in scoring position. Here's the 2-1. That's hit hard the other way. Long run, Jackie Bradley Jr. won't get there. Over the head of the left fielder and up against the wall. Cronenworth comes in to score. An RBI double for Eric Hosmer. This is 5-3 game in the top of the ninth. Still just one out. Padres weren't done yet. Will Myers then walked, so they uh, had uh, runners on second, first and second with Josh Hader on the mound for the Brewers. Austin Nola came out to hit for the Padres. He popped out to first baseman Keston Hira. Then Hassan Kim came up to the plate. Here's the first pitch, and Hassan rips one into left. Bradley on the run. He will get there to make the catch and end the ball game. Jackie Bradley Jr. can still cover an awful lot of ground, and he just did. Final score in Milwaukee tonight, the Brewers 5 and the Padres 3. They get 3 in the ninth. And they leave a couple aboard. The nine-game winning streak comes to an end at American Family Field. Okay, American Family Field. i got to remember that for next time. But uh, that was it for the Padres. They did make it dramatic at the end. They tried their best to come back and win the game, but they, they fell a little bit short. Brewers win 5-3. The Brewers had five runs on six hits. They did not commit an error. Brandon Woodruff gets the win. He moves to 3-2. and two. The Padres had three runs on five hits, no errors. Blake Snell moves to 1-1. One and one. He takes the loss. And Josh Hader picks up his 11th save of the season for the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers now 24-23 and 23 on the year, and the Padres 30-18 and 18 on the year. The Padres tonight, once again, Hitting with runners in scoring position has just been tough for them this year. They went one for seven, and they left five on base as a team. So uh, something that we're going to talk about until we don't have to talk about it anymore. Uh, three hours, 12 minutes at American Family Field, 14,524, just to wrap everything up in a nice bow. All right, we still are going to talk to Coach uh, John Katera about tonight's loss. Uh, but first, I think we are ready. Okay, we are ready. The manager of the Padres, Jay Stingler, met with the media, and let's bring it to you now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from the manager, Jace Tingler. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. Hey, Jace, uh, looked like Woodruff was even better this time. What did you uh, see? Unfortunately, I thought the same. Um, you know, I thought... Uh, you know, there the the first inning uh, had some had some good at bats and had runners in uh, scoring position there, and, and Haas came up and lined out, and it's like, all right, you know, um, you know, I felt good. Uh, unfortunately, I think you know Woodruff settled in and you know got stronger. I thought it was going to be we we knew it was going to be a tough challenge tonight uh, with with him on the mound. I was hoping uh, you know we'd be able to get to to in both sides and uh you know we just weren't able to to square up enough uh you know heaters tonight but to his credit i thought he got stronger as it went um and then uh you know just happy proud of the the, the way the guys kept fighting kept battling um obviously we, we we get the leadoff guy on there in the ninth tommy hits the two run homer jake gets on and you know hater comes in and um you know it's always good to at least get the other team's closer up. And, and, and then I thought our at-bats off Hader were, um, you know, about as good as we can have them. Uh, you know, squared some balls up. I thought that last ball was uh, uh, off the bat. I thought it was in the gap. I started to watch Will and, and, and see if he was going to get around. And uh, unfortunately, Jackie had a good break on it and uh, was able to to make a good play. Uh, but I like the way our guys fought. Um, you know, it's easy to... Uh, you know, put your head down and, and chalk it up. But uh, they kept going, and and um, hopefully we got some momentum for tomorrow and, and uh, get back at it. When uh, a guy faces you for a second time and he, and he pretty much dominates for a second time, uh, how troubling is that? Well, I don't know because, you know, you look up and, you know, there, there's a reason – would have got a one four whatever ERA. Um, we're not the only guys or group that uh, he's been uh, pretty dominant with. Now uh, we got over a hundred games to go. These are the guys that uh, we want to get to the playoffs. Um, these are the type of guys uh, you're going to have to find a way to beat. You're going to have to find a way to get on, move runners. We got to cross the dish against these guys. Um, you know, like I said, I had some had a chance in the first and. You know, if the ball's hit six, seven feet, you know, any other direction, we're on the board, maybe maybe it's a little bit different. Um, but uh, I know we're going to get there. We're going to keep working. We're going to keep battling. And and uh, uh, but that's that's the standard. Um, that's that's a championship level standard. That's a championship playoff level, you know, pitcher out there. And that's where we got to get to. All right, that was Padres manager Jace Tingler after the game with the media. If you want to hear all of what he said, please uh, check out our Twitter at 97.3TheFanSD. All of the videos are up. Uh, Adam is hard at work putting those up, and uh, we're also going to hear from Blake Snell a little bit later. So all of that is going to be on the website, 97.3TheFanSD.com, and the Twitter at 973thefansd. If you want to join us and talk about tonight's loss, you can 833-288-0973 or you can tweet me at Matt Scraby and uh, we can uh, go through this together. It's not that big of a deal though. Come on. After 9 straight wins, one loss, the, I feel like there's uh the the air was let out of the balloon. So we got to keep 
we got to keep the faith. Keep the faith. And someone I know who is keeping the faith is Coach John Kintera. He joins us right now on the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. Coach, I know uh, Blake Snell, we're all going to be talking about it tomorrow, but uh, what were your thoughts? I mean, why do you think he struggles to go deep into games, and why do you think he struggles with runners on? Well, I think uh, his mechanics break down uh, for me. Now, he got beat on two fastballs tonight. Manny Pena got him in the second inning for a two-run homer, and Abacel Garcia took him over the boards there in the fourth inning, and he eventually gave up two more runs in the fourth inning. But he was getting beat on his fastball tonight. And, uh, you know, you want to be aggressive with that fastball, but he was missing location tonight. And, and the Brewer hitters, even though they've been struggling a lot, uh, Garcia's been swinging the bat actually a lot better than uh, he did when we saw him earlier in the year uh, when the Brewers came in and took three from the Padres. But, you know, his mechanics break down. He started rushing his delivery. His arm can't catch up. And kind of back to where we were about three starts ago. So him and Larry Rothschild are going to have to go back uh, to the drawing board. But i got to tell you, uh, I know the Padres got beat tonight, and, and everybody, we wanted to get them their 10th win and, and, and keep the ball rolling. But I'm going to tell you what, uh, there's something that's going to be uh, drastically overlooked in this ball game tonight that could play a factor later in this series, and that's that the Padres forced uh, Craig Council to bring Josh Hader into this ball game. Hader yeah. closed out a game yesterday, and he wasn't planning on pitching tonight. And uh, because uh, uh, Perdomo uh, faced three batters, couldn't get anybody out, and he eventually got charged for all three of those runs, they had to get Hader in the ball game. And, you know, he threw uh, close to 20 pitches in this ball game. I think he finished with 17 or 18. Uh, and he had to rush to get uh, hot. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Craig Council had Pena go out there and try to uh, stall a little bit. The pitching coach had gone out prior to that. And then finally, uh, when uh, uh, Pena was getting ready to go back to the play, Council came out and, and uh, they brought Hader into the ball game. But, you know, whether or not Hader's uh, eligible to pitch tomorrow night, you know, he may need a day off. Or if he pitches tomorrow night, maybe he won't be available on Wednesday. This is a four-game series. But that, that could play a part in uh, the Padres, uh, you know, having a little luck uh, down the road but you know Blake Snell will be the story uh, but the, the real story tonight I mean if you're watching this game as a fan was Brandon Woodruff you know oh, I didn't yeah. know if he could pitch uh, as well as he did at Petco Park I mean you go back to April 19th Matt uh, the the Brewers beat the Padres that night three to one, and he went six innings, gave up one hit, a run, three walks, and seven strikeouts. And when you look at his numbers tonight, he was even better: seven innings, three hits, no runs, no walks, and eight strikeouts. And I mean, he was humming it. I mean, he was getting it up there, ninety five, ninety seven, even hit ninety eight in the late innings. I mean, he, that was a hell he almost hit ninety nine. Yeah, he hit a ninety nine. But you know what? I, I just heard what Jace had to say, and I couldn't agree with him more. I mean, the Padres, and I know Manny's not in the lineup and Grisham isn't in the lineup, but you got to beat guys like this. And this is the second time that Woodruff's gone out there, and, you know, he may have the Padres number, but when you look at, you know, he doesn't have a great record. He's 3-2 and two with the win tonight, but his ERA keeps going down. He's down to 1.41. This guy is one of the elite pitchers in baseball. But I, I like what Jace said. He goes, hey, if we're going to get to where we want to go, we got to beat guys like that. And I, I couldn't agree with them more. I, I like that attitude of the Padre skipper. 
Yeah, that is a good point, Coach, uh, about the attitude that Jace Tingler is taking after this game. And and you just mentioned um, that uh, Trent Grisham was out, which he was put on the IL before the game for uh, a heel contusion. And I asked Jesse Agler before the game, where did they miss uh, Trent Grisham more, in the outfield or at the plate? And when he is uh, hitting leadoff for the Padres, it just changes. It seems like it just changes their entire lineup, and, and it just seems like they missed him tonight with Jerickson Profar going 0 for 3. Yeah, Profar uh, went uh, 0 for 3 today. He did have a walk and eventually came around and scored. But, I mean, Grisham's a, a really, really good player. And, you know, right now, he. He would be a Padre All-Star. He would be going to Denver in July. Uh, you know, now he's going to miss time, and that may rob him of his first opportunity to go to the All-Star game. But, you know, the the other thing that I think we're going to need to talk about, and I don't know where this is going to go, but, you know, I'm really concerned about Manny Machado. I mean, this is the fourth straight game he's out. And, you know, prior to the ball game tonight, I was okay with that, you know, that he wasn't starting. Mm-hmm. But now I'm finding out it's his left shoulder. In the left shoulder, if you know, Manny has a lot of the same uh, uh, techniques that, that Fernando has uh, as far as before Fernando you know, hurt the shoulder where he'd let go with that right hand and he'd follow through. And Manny's been doing that forever. But that puts a lot of pressure on your shoulder. And I found out it was his left shoulder, which I assumed it probably was. But the thing that concerns me, not that he didn't start tonight, but there wasn't hit. even a chance of him getting in that yeah. ball game tonight late. I mean, I mean, if he's ready to play at all, he's got to be down in the tunnel swinging the bat, uh, getting ready. I mean, he was leaning on the dugout there uh, with everybody else cheering on his teammates, and that tells me that shoulder may be barking a little bit more than we're led to believe. Yeah, and that would be a big-time problem, but they, they haven't put him on the I.L., and I know that Jay Stingler said before the game that they don't expect to put him on the I.L., so if there's any good news out of that, I guess you could take that as good news. But uh, other than that, Coach, Miguel Diaz came into the game, and he looked awesome. He was three innings of relief for the Padres. He struck out four. He has been a, a good find for the Padres when they kind of had to spot start him earlier in the year, and he never really went back uh, down to AAA. Yeah, Miguel Diaz, a really uh, sharp. Now, he got into a little bit of a, a pickle there uh, in that third inning, and I always love it. I noticed this last time. He gets in trouble. Larry Rothschild comes out and, and talks to him, goes back to the dugout, and all of a sudden Diaz is a completely different pitcher. And, you know, I saw that again tonight. Uh, Diaz ended up going three innings, giving up one hit, a walk, and four strikeouts. And, you know, that's the ultimate compliment, Matt, that you can pay your pitching coaches when he comes out, talks to you, all of a sudden you start mowing people down. Yeah, I mean, it seems like whatever whatever Larry Rothschild says to him, it seems to work immediately, and that's like you said, huge compliment. Uh, the the runner team batting with runners in scoring position still continues to be a problem, and I I don't know how many different ways we can all try to talk about it, but until it's not a problem, we're gonna talk about it, right? Yeah, absolutely. They're one for seven tonight. I mean, the Brewers weren't much better. They were one for six. The, the problem was the Brewers uh, uh, went uh, deep a couple of times tonight. And that first one with Pena, uh, there was a runner on, and then uh, Garcia got him. And, and really, the key in this ball game, I mean, it looked like Snell was going to get out of that inning in the fourth with two outs. You uh, thought he was going to probably, uh, you know, take down Colton Wong. And Colton Wong's able to drive it through the uh, right side of the infield for a two-run single. And that kind of took the the air out of the balloon for Blake Snell, and that ended his night. Yes, it did. All right, Coach, uh, you're on tomorrow from noon to 3. What do you have going on tomorrow? 
Well, we're going to have Kyle Glazer from Baseball America. We're working on a couple of other guests. Uh, uh, one will probably be baseball-related. One may be uh, NBA-related. But we'll uh, we'll break this game down and, and get everyone ready for tomorrow night's ball game, which should be another great pitching matchup. you got Big Joe Musgrove mm-hmm. going, who's really uh, uh, pitching well. His ERA is down to 2.47. And uh, Milwaukee going to go with that other big right-hander. Uh, it's your uh, pick. Uh, who's better, Woodruff or Corbin Burns? Corbin Burns coming in tomorrow night with a 2-3 and three record. Doesn't indicate how well he's pitched. He's got a 1.79 ERA. <laughs> These two guys back-to-back are very difficult. I don't care who you're playing against. Uh, I mean, th- th- these two guys can really pitch. Yes, they can. And and I said it coming into the game on the pregame. It was going to be a tough two days for the Padres facing these pitchers. But, uh, you know, they, they tried to make a comeback in the end of the game. And like you said, the non-storyline that we should be talking about is Josh Hader being forced into the game. So good jo- good stuff, Coach. Thank you so much for joining us here on the postgame show. All righty, Matt. Uh, the boys will bounce back tomorrow night. Uh, this team, uh, they, they're playing better defense. They're doing a lot of good things. They just ran into a buzzsaw tonight. Yes, absolutely they did. Thank you so much, Coach. Appreciate it. All righty, Matt. You take care. You too. That was Coach John Quintero here with us on uh, the Padres postgame show, 97.3 The Fan. After a Padres loss, 5-3 to three to the Brewers, you can hear Coach uh, weekdays from noon to 3 here on 97.3 the fan. I know we got a couple callers, so we're going to um, let's see what Brian wants to do. I think Brian wants to break. So let's go to break. And on the other side, we're going to get to you, Kathy, and I, we're going to have to screen the other phone call. But then we're going to uh, do our play of the game, and we're also going to hear from Blake Snell and what he had to say. I know that he was uh, sounded a little frustrated, which I completely understand. So all of that is next when we get back from break here on the Padres postgame show. I'm Matt Scraby, and this is 97.3 The Fan. This is Jace Tingler from the San Diego Padres, and you're listening to Padres Baseball on 97.3 The Fan. And the Padres lose to the Brewers tonight 5-3. to three. Uh, Brandon Woodruff gets the win for the Brewers, 3-2 and two on the year for him. Blake Snell moves to 1-1 one one on the season for the Padres. Josh Hader picks up his 11th save after being forced into the game late. We're going to hear from Blake Snell here in just a few minutes, but we're going to take some of your phone calls, 833-288-0973 if you want to join us, or you can find me on Twitter at Matt Scraby. I'm uh, reading tweets from there as well. So let's start with uh, Kelly from San Diego. Kelly, how are we doing tonight? What's on your mind? Well, we're doing pretty well. Uh, one of the things I've noticed about this team all year long is when they uh, show some patience at the plate and they work the pitcher's count, they do more damage. We had uh, three runs in the ninth inning. Hader was rushed into the game. We had two on with one out. And the next two batters come up and swing at the first pitch. I just don't get it. That's a good point. It's a good point, Kelly. I mean, this is something that the Padres have done all season long is be really uh, selecting their pitches at the plate. And you're right. They have to – maybe they thought that they saw something that they liked and they wanted to uh, go after it. But I, I do think that that is something that they can't get away from because uh, it's been working for them. So why not continue to watch pitches and why not continue to work the counts and all that? Um, it it – Definitely is a big deal when you swing at the first pitch and you're getting outs on the first pitch. You're not giving yourself a, a real good shot at the plate to do anything with it late in the game like that. You got to let it come to you. I'd rather you strike out than swing at the first pitch that's a bad pitch and fly out or something like that. I'd rather you get to see a little bit more while you're at the plate. Definitely late in the game. So thank you, Kelly, for the phone call. All right, Kathy, how are we feeling tonight? 
Well, I mean, I just I hope people aren't going to overreact. Like, you know they're going to. It's just like we're not going to win. What do we have, like 142 games left? We're not going to win 140. It's not going to happen. <laughs> what team has ever won 142 games? Yes, I agree. Yeah, there's teams that some teams just cannot beat no matter how hard you try. In the top of the ninth when they were starting to hit and starting to get some runs, did I think we had a chance of coming back? Yeah. I always think we have a chance of coming back. But we're going to lose games, and you just need – and Blake Snell, Blake Snell's a good pitcher, you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he still talks about his time in Tampa, but, you know, the guy was there – how many years was he there? Ten, was it 10 years? Is that, is, that, is that a thing? Is that people – I haven't heard that or but seen yeah, that. There's some, yeah, there's some people who are like, oh, well, because he does. He talks about how he, he misses Tampa Bay and that he hasn't gotten comfortable here in San Diego. That happens, but he's going to get it. The guy is a phenomenal pitcher. Yeah. I agree with you, Kathy. Appreciate the phone call as always. Nice to hear from you tonight. And you make great points. Uh, I I have not heard that about Blake Snell and and loving Tampa Bay and all that stuff. But you're right, Kathy. I mean, new places are different and weird. And think about how if you were to move across the country and you've been with one job your entire life and then all of a sudden you're you're being thrust into a different situation on a different coast, it's going to take you a little bit to figure it out. And it's no different for these guys. I mean, I, I go back to like, what is it? Us magazine, you know, celebrities, they're just like us. And so are athletes. They're just like us. It doesn't just click for them. It's not a video game. And I think I, I, I know I'm almost 36 years old. And so I don't want to sound like a, I'm a get off your lawn guy right now, but, or get off my lawn guy right now. But I, I, I think that, um, I, I think that the video game culture has kind of, ruined how we watch sports a little bit and i'm not going to go too deep into this theory because it's a working theory as all my theories are they're all working theories but when you put these this team on paper yeah sure it looks great and when you put it into a video game it plays great but it's not always like that especially in real sports and we've seen it for for years in different sports and and teams that are just you know on paper look like they're going to win the world series but then they struggle and i agree with kathy uh blake snell is going to figure it out he's he knows that he can't pitch like that. There's only and if there's only really one person that I care about when it comes to thinking that they're pitching bad and that's Blake Snell. If he doesn't think it's a problem, that's the problem. So I uh I, I agree with you, Kathy, and I agree that some people are a little too um all or nothing is what I'm trying to say here. Because I'm I'm the same way. I am all or nothing in my life. Everything is all or nothing. But I have learned through my time with Gwen and Chris, with Tony Gwynn Jr. and Chris Ello, just need to woosaw a little bit and just, you know, not take it so seriously every time they win or lose just one game, you know, daily. You got to take it into big chunks. All right, there's my, I guess, uh, therapy for the night for everyone. Let's, um, is it the play of the game? Okay, I, I lost my place in my uh, my grid, but uh, we have to name our play of the game. What was the turning point in today's game? Let's take a listen to the bold play of the game. Presented by Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Bold, public, packed with lemonade flavor. Here's the pitch from Snell and a curveball ripped into right field for a base hit. That'll get a couple home. Hira has scored. Adamas is on his way. He will slide in safely. And all the way around to third goes Pena. A two-run single for Colton Wong. And now a 5-0 Brewer lead here in the fourth. 
And the reason we chose that as the play of the game, the bases were loaded in the fifth, and that broke it open. It was a three-run fifth for the Brewers. Or a fourth, I'm sorry. Fourth inning for the Brewers. So uh, that was the, the dagger. I mean, you could technically the the Padres would have won if they only gave up the two runs to the Brewers in the second inning, but that was a dagger right there, and that one hurt big time. So that was the play of the game. It turned everything around. Uh, all right, we're gonna we've been talking about Blake Snell all night, so let's finally go and hear it from him. What did he think about his performance tonight, and what he's gonna what is he going to do going forward? Let's take you inside the clubhouse and find out what the Padres have to say after today's game on the Padres Radio Network. Hey Blake, was there a, a difference after the, the first homer? Because, I mean, you were really rolling uh, till then. I thought, you know, I mean, I got to watch, you know, the footage, but from what I can remember now, yeah, I mean, I felt good. So I just got to make better pitches in better situations. Just... Frustrated with like little things, but overall, you know, I feel good. So it's gonna start going my way. I mean, I'm in a good spot. The ball's coming out my hand, good. Uh, y'all could be frustrated if you want. I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at, man. I just gotta, you know, make better pitches, better sequences, do what I know I can do, and uh, yeah, I'll be getting the results I want uh, sooner than later. So I'm happy with where I'm at, man. A couple starts ago, you were clearly frustrated, tired of talking about the same old thing. This seems more positive. Is it is it easy to be positive because the stuff was there? I mean, I feel good. It's all now. It's just, you know, making better pitches, not leaving the ball down the middle to a guy where I'm thinking too much. Just I need to know what he's going to do, know what I can throw, know how to get him out. I mean, it's just sequencing. The ball's coming out great. Everything feels great. Um, so, you know, better sequencing, getting ahead, staying ahead. Stuff like that, but I, I feel good, so uh, it'll start going my way. I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. Um, I mean, it's been a rough patch for sure, but we'll continue to grow. We'll continue to get better. So, Blake, you've been around a long time. You've been through some ups and some downs. When you've when you've struggled in the past, has it been has it been like this where you where you haven't where you've had the stuff, but you haven't necessarily been able to piece together, or is this is this kind of stretch unique for you? Um, this is a lot longer um, than what I'm used to, but again, this is a lot different than what I've ever been through. So it's, I mean, I can be frustrated and get mad, but what's that going to do? I, I don't know if that'd be, you know, beneficial. Um, I like how the ball's coming out of my hands. I like how I feel. I'm healthy. I feel strong. I feel like, uh, you know, the ball's coming out, uh, the best it's really ever came out in a long time. So I, I, I'm not going to get mad at myself. I mean, now it's little things, better sequencing, knowing the hitters, knowing why I'm throwing pitches in certain situations, knowing that the hitters are cheating the fastballs up. I can see it with how they're swinging, knowing that if you throw off speed to a guy and just strike it, he ain't going to do nothing with it because he's cheating fastball. Like common sense stuff that I should be doing, that I know I can do, that I'm great at doing. Uh, it's just that. But... We're going to get there. I'm hot. Like, I know I am. So people can be frustrated. They can get mad. I don't really care what they think of me. I feel great, and I'm going to get better, and I'm going to start winning. And then when we start winning, as we've been doing this whole time, we're going to be good. So I feel happy with where I'm at. I'm in a tough spot or a little rough patch, you can say, but I'm going to get out of it. 
That was Blake Snell with the media after the game and after a Padres loss five to three. He took his uh, first, uh, or he took another loss on the year. He went or his first loss. I'm sorry, one and one on the season for Blake Snell. But you could hear it in his voice right there. A little frustrated, a little um, perturbed by the questions being asked. I mean. He knows that those questions are going to be asked, and like you heard him, he takes full responsibility for how he pitched. He didn't say it was, you know, a bad break or anything like that. He said he felt good, and he said he just needs to throw better pitches in certain situations. So, uh, I'll—that's all I need to hear from him. I don't need to talk any more about it. He knows exactly what he needs to do to get it done, and like he said. When they start winning, which they have already been winning, they're a really good team. And he's going to figure it out, and he's going to figure it out at the right time. I just have this feeling about him. Uh, He seems like a good addition to the team, a good addition to the uh, clubhouse, and a good addition to San Diego. So everybody keep supporting Blake Snell. He's too much fun, and he's too too funny to, to turn on him. No, not that no one's turning on him, or a- anyone is turning on him, but you know what I'm saying. Just be just be happy that Blake Snell's in a Padres uniform when the year, when it comes down to the playoffs and all that stuff, because he'll bring that experience and he'll bring that intensity into the playoffs for the Padres. You know, they still got to get there, but they're trending in the right direction. Okay, that is it for Blake Snell and what he said after the game. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. Brewers take down the Padres 5-3, end their winning streak. The win streak ends at 9, but that's okay. It's not a big deal. They're 9-1 and one in their last 10. They're 12-14 and 14 in their last 14. So everything is still good. Everything is still, um, I was going to say groovy, but that's not a word I ever use in my life. So I'm not going to use groovy. All right, I'm going to stop rambling. When we get back, we're going to check on some of the scores around baseball. We're also going to see where that home run that J- uh, Tommy Pham hit puts the Padres at for the season, and we're going to name our player of the game. All of that is next on 97.3 The Fan. This is Mike Clevenger from the San Diego Padres. You're listening to Padres Baseball on the Padres Radio Network. Matt Scraby with you on the Padres postgame show, 97.3 The Fan, after a Brewers win over the Padres, 5-3. And every time I'm hit with the Mike Clevenger rejoin, I remember Mike Clevenger is a part of the Padres, and he will be a part of that rotation next year. So everything uh, keeps looking up. If you Just everywhere you look, it keeps looking up. Especially Jake Cronenworth. I mean, what else can we say about the guy? He's taken the team by storm. They didn't think that he was going to be what he is, but he is. And without Jake Cronenworth, I don't know where the Padres would be this year, last year, or even in this game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's take a look at the player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel, San Diego's favorite casino and dining. Before the final inning, we talked about it here in studio, Brian and I, and we're like, what the heck? There's not going to be a player of the game. Well... I'm going to give it to Jake Cronenworth because he did go two for three on the night as well as getting hit by a pitch. So in a night when base runners were very, were at a premium and when base runners did not happen much for the Padres, Jake Cronenworth getting on base three times is uh, going to be enough for player of the game. Two hits early in the game. And then in the ninth, he got on base after being hit by a pitch. So Jake Cronenworth once again, doing great things for the Padres. And uh, he is named my player of the game for tonight. Not much going on in baseball. There's uh, only one other national league West team playing right now. So let's find out who it is and what they did. 
time to check the scores around the big leagues with the Out of Town Scoreboard. Brought to you by OGs, your headquarters for all games, with seven convenient locations in San Diego. Well, the other National League West team in action tonight is the Colorado Rockies. They were in New York to take on the Mets, and they ended up winning that game 3-2. to two. So look at the Rockies stringing together some wins after everybody called them pretty much the worst baseball team in baseball in the last couple of weeks. But, uh, yeah, they beat the, the Mets 3-2. to two. I believe Jacob deGrom is going to go for the Mets tomorrow. So good luck to the Rockies tomorrow because that's not going to be easy. The Phillies and the Marlins played in Miami tonight, and the Marlins won 9-6. to six. Uh, Former Padre alert Adam Simber got the win for the Marlins. He moves to 1-1 one and one on the year. Now, the other team that had a win streak going on was the Tampa Bay Rays. They had 10 games in a row that they had won going into tonight against the Blue Jays of Florida, and they extended it to 11 games in a row that they have won because they beat the Blue Jays 14-8 to eight in 11 innings. So lots of dramatics there in that final part of the game with uh, six runs scored. So Rays win 11 in a row, and they win 14-8. to eight. The Tigers and the Indians played tonight in Detroit. The Indians eked out another win. Eked out is right because it was 6-5, to five and uh, they did lose earlier in the game. They had to place Franmil Reyes on the IL. It looks like he's going to be on the IL for an extended amount of time, about five to seven weeks. So the Indians are going to be missing their big fella and their cleanup hitter. And but they do win tonight, six to five. The Twins and the Orioles they were uh, playing in Minnesota at Target Field, and the Twins beat the Orioles eight to three. The Cardinals and the White Sox were playing in Chicago. Lance Lynn gets the win. He moves to 5-1 and one on the year uh, after the White Sox beat the Cardinals 5-2-1. And uh, Lance Lynn has a 1.51 ERA. There's some very good pitching happening right now in Major League Baseball this year. Starting pitching has been pretty darn good. Pretty, pretty, pretty darn good. And the only active game right now in baseball is the Mariners and the A's in Oakland. The Mariners are winning 4-1. to one. Jared Kelnick, that rookie that we saw over the weekend, he hit his second home run of his career, and that is in the bottom of the seventh. So that is it for everything around baseball. Lots of teams have off nights tonight, except for the Padres. They're playing 20-20, and 20, so they're not going to have an off day for a little bit. Okay, Tommy Pham. He made me do some research because I didn't think it was going to happen. They had zero runs coming into the ninth inning. I didn't even look at how many home runs are on the year, so I had to scramble after he hit his home run, and I have found the total. Which Padre went deep tonight? Let's take a look at the Padres' home run tally. Brought to you by the Gomez Firm on the Padres Radio Network. 1-0 to Pham. Pro far on first, nobody out. Down 5 in the ninth. And this pitch is hammered out to deep left field. Bradley Jr. going back, looking up, going to go. A long two-run homer under the slide for Tommy Pham. His second home run of the season, and it is now a three-run game here in the ninth. Five to two Milwaukee. Tommy Pham, got to love it. And he didn't want that swag chain. He did not want it. He hit the home run. It was the 48th of the season for the Padres. But he got back to the dugout. Manny Machado tried to put that swag chain on him, and he put it on for a second, and then he kind of quietly and quite frustratedly is not a word. I know that, but he took it off, and he was like, you know what, guys, we're losing. So 
Good on Tommy Pham, but uh, he hit that home run, and it got the scoring started for the Padres. He would have been the player of the game if they would have come back and won, but they didn't, so he's just going to have to settle for the home run tally. And so 48, that's it. That's all the home runs. Uh, real quick, a tweet from uh, at Katie Grexick. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong, Katie. I'm sorry. Uh, she tweeted in to at Matt's grave. He said, wanted to call in, but I was grilling dinner. Mm, I wonder what you're having because I'm starving. Can't even be all that upset. It was going to end at some point. I got to go to all three sweet games. Woo-hoo. So she was very excited about that. And as you should be. You should be. This is one loss. It's not a big deal. Padres lose to the Brewers 5-3 to three here on a Monday night. Um, but as Coach said with me earlier, he said that uh, the big story that no one's really going to talk about is that the Padres forced Josh Hader into the game uh, to close it out and get the final. Uh, he actually, Perdomo didn't get any out, so he had to get the final three outs, but he did. He threw 20 or 18 pitches, and as Coach said, he pitched yesterday. Who knows what he's going to be, how he's going to be available and how he'll be used the rest of the series. There's three more games here in Milwaukee for the Padres. If you have any phone calls, last chance, 833-288-0973. If you have any tweets, last chance, at Matt Scravey. Uh, but other than that, we need to preview tomorrow because it's going to be another pitching-packed game, and we're going to have to talk about the relief pitcher of the game. So all of that is coming up next. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show. On a night when the Brewers beat the Padres 5-3, to Brandon Woodruff gets the win for the Brewers. Blake Snell takes the loss for the Padres, and Josh Hader picks up his 11th save on the season. So we'll be back here in a couple minutes on 97.3 The Fan. It all starts in 1956 when Navy vet Captain Billy opens his first ghost fried chicken and word quickly spreads of the... Hi, this is Pierce Johnson from the San Diego Padres. You're listening to Padres Baseball, 97.3 The Fan. Thank you, Pierce Johnson. You did make an appearance in the game tonight as well, and you threw three curveballs and you got them out of the inning. So you did a great job in relief as well, uh, but you're not going to be our relief pitcher of the game. We'll get to that in one second. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show on 97.3. The fan, the Padres lose to the Brewers 5-3. to three. Blake Snell went three and two-thirds tonight, struggled to get out of uh, the fifth or the fourth inning. So that was it for the Padres. They gave up uh, five runs at that point, and uh, it was just all catch up from there with Brandon Woodruff on the mound for the Brewers. It was an uphill battle, to say the least, for the Padres. It's just one game. No big deal. There's still many, many, many more to go. They still have 30 wins on the season, and everything is going to be okay. But uh, one of those things that you should be really excited about, honestly, as a Padres fan, in a loss is the way that this guy pitched in relief. Which pitcher came in and slammed the door shut? Let's find out who's the relief pitcher of the game in partnership with the San Diego Food Bank. Providing relief for tens of thousands of families affected by COVID-19. Become a donor or volunteer today at SanDiegoFoodBank.org. One, two on the outside corner and strike three called. What a fifth inning for Miguel Diaz. Puts him down one, two, three with a couple of Ks. And our relief pitcher of the game goes to Miguel Diaz. Three innings pitched tonight, only gave up a hit. He walked one. He struck out four, and that was all done in 40 pitches, 26 of those for strikes. So very good outing for Miguel Diaz, and I've loved what I've seen from Miguel Diaz going 
all all season long. He's been he's been awesome. He's been one of those surprises you didn't really think about him coming into the season, but he's been one of the most important guys out of the bullpen. And he's even started a few games, at least one, at least one. So relief pitcher of the game. All right, let's preview what's going on tomorrow. Same game time for the Padres and the Brewers. It's gonna the first pitch is gonna be at 4:40 p.m. Pre-game show is gonna start at 3:40 p.m. And uh, it's going to be another pitching pitching duel at American Family Field, as Coach and I were talking about. Joe Musgrove is going to take the mound for the Padres. We had him on on Friar Friday on Gwen and Chris, and he was awesome. He's feeling good. He loves the Padres fans and how they've reacted to him this year. Uh, he's 4-4 four and four on the season. He has a 2.47 ERA, and he struck out 70 batters. <clears throat> Excuse me. The last time that he uh, faced the Brewers was earlier this year. He struck out 13 Brewers in April. So he definitely has that lineup figured out. So let's see if he can move it from Petco to American Family Field. And on the other side for the Brewers, he's uh, just as good as Brandon Woodruff. Might not have the record, but he's definitely got the stuff. Corbin Burns, he is 2-3 and three in the year, 1.79 ERA, and he struck out 67. He has at least nine strikeouts in all seven of his starts this season, including a 10-strikeout effort at the Padres on April 20th. This will be his uh, third start after a short stint on the COVID-19 injured list. So it's going to be Burns versus Musgrove tomorrow, and uh, that's going to be another barn burner of a pitching matchup, and I'm looking forward to that for sure. I think that is it. Let's total out the the game let's get out of here let's uh close the books on this loss so that we can move into the win column tomorrow the brewers beat the padres five to three brandon woodruff gets the win he moves to three and two blake snell takes the loss he moves to one and one and josh Hader picks up his 11th save of the season josh Hader wasn't planning on coming into the game he had to warm up quick he had to uh, get in there after Perdomo gave up three earned runs, which put the Padres right back into the game. And if there's anything to take from tonight, you know that the Padres are not going down quietly. They they tried their best in the uh, top of the ninth inning, scoring three runs. It just didn't work out for them. But, you know, that's baseball. Move on to the next day. Uh, that is going to do it for us. So I'm going to say my thank yous to everyone. Thank you to Brian Cohen for running the board and hanging out and being the right-hand man, as I always say here in studio. Thank you to Adam Klug and Karen Cerulli for the uh, opportunity here. Thank you to Jesse Agler and Tony Gwynn Jr. and Dave Marcus for doing the broadcast on their end. And thank you to everyone who participated in the post-game show, who sent me a tweet. And thank you to people who... Really, they they reach out to me and uh, they say really, really nice things about the post-game show. And I'm very appreciative of that because sometimes I'm a little self-conscious. And it makes me feel good when you uh, say that. And I appreciate everyone. So that is it. Padres lose to the Brewers 5-3. to three. Moving on till tomorrow, Musgrove and Corbin Burns. But until then, I'm Matt Scraby. And this has been the Padres post-game show on 97.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.